0: Hello and welcome to the Taste Uber Music podcast. I'm Diana Lynn. After a 40-year career in corporate America, I took a huge U-turn and became a volunteer DJ on 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Since 2010, I've been the host... Programmer and engineer of a weekly Americana roots music show, The Tasty Brew. With this podcast, I'll be sharing conversations with artists and music industry insiders with the goal of entertaining and educating the listening audience, all while giving a voice to the music makers that are underserved or ignored by mainstream media. I was introduced to Just Your music by Graham Jackson, a gentleman actively supporting Americana music in the UK. I met Graham when he attended a Folk Alliance international conference in Kansas City some years ago and introduced me to the UK's Danny Nichols, the subject of another episode of this podcast. Graham regularly listens to my radio show online in the UK. We have similar musical tastes, and I trust his judgment for music recommendations. Jester Coy was raised two hours south of Seattle. As you'll discover in this conversation, she is following her dream of writing and singing country music by relocating to Nashville to attend college and plant her lyrical flag. Like thousands of others, Jess's cross-country travels were brought to a stop in 2020, when the COVID-19 pandemic halted her touring career. At the time, she was riding a wave of critical acclaim for such a long way, a debut album inspired by grief, gratitude, the loss of her father, and the love of creating music. No Depression Magazine hailed the record's insightful, open-hearted songs and smooth blend of traditional country and folk sounds while American songwriter praised the mournful effervescence of songs like the Ballad of Two Lovers. The iconic radio station WSM, home to the Grand Ole Opry, made Jess their Artist of the Week, and her music even made its way onto national television when she performed Easy during an episode of NBC's Songland. Those childhood dreams of making her mark in the same town as her musical heroes had finally started to come true only to be postponed by a disease that sent the entire world indoors. It was an honor and privilege to extend the first opportunity to be interviewed on the radio to Jess. We started the session by launching immediately into a live performance of Constellations from her 2021 release, Brighter Eyes. Enjoy.
1: She had cross the line. So help me feel everything and let us say we had one undisguised encounter. It's been found that hope abounds when you're trusting that tomorrow will be kind. Better
0: off forgetting to know you. That sounded perfect in my headphones. (laughs) Thanks. Oh, my goodness. You know, when you told me that you'd not ever been on the radio before, I was flabbergasted because, you're, I mean, you've got it. You've got it figured out.
2: Oh, thanks. Um, no, I've, I've done a few podcasts, so I'm just kind of like telling myself it's going to be like that, but yeah, to be in this radio setting, this is new for me, and this is
0: very exciting. Well, you're very welcome. Welcome to Kansas City. You, you are based in Nashville, but you're not from there originally, okay. so for those that are tuning in and just getting to know Jess Jacoy, you are from the Northwest? Yep originally? Yep. And tell us about your journey and your musical DNA. It, are you from a musical family or are you the prodigal daughter?
2: More like the black sheep probably when it comes to music. Um, I, I've heard stories of distant family members being guitarists and, and singers and stuff but I feel like in my immediate family it's always been me and, and growing up in the Northwest um, I was very much influenced by country music. My, my dad loved classic country and my mom loved classic rock so it took me a little bit later in life to find the appreciation for classic rock but I've just always loved country music yeah I, I used to go religiously like asterisk religiously to do karaoke between like Mondays and Tuesdays and Fridays and Saturdays at various places just so I could practice singing and, and practice my stage presence and I knew I was going to move to Nashville one day and be a country singer which is funny because since moving to Nashville I've I've really been like is this country music I don't know what I'm doing now somebody called it atmospheric Americana so that's kind of what I'm sticking with but yeah it's just it's been a journey really well and I think move.
0: I think the 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 whole thing about genres of music is so difficult right now. I mean, I've been on the air now for going on 12 years. And from the beginning, I said this is going to be a radio show that curates and presents Americana and roots music and Americana had no real definition at, yeah. that, at that point it now is you know defined in the in the dictionary and it's now a Grammy category you know yeah. and all that kind of stuff but even within the confines of Americana it's a big umbrella and to me it's just if I like it I'm going to play it yeah and being from the classic rock era and the classic country era it's all good you know it's all good and I think that the impetus for it is storytelling and if you have the ability to tell a good story even if it's just your story you're a human being it's probably going to be relatable that's kind
2: of my approach to it and that's been the beauty in discovering this genre for me too because yeah I, I moved with the notion that I was going to be a country singer and then once I got to Nashville I kind of started discovering things about myself that Maybe didn't tick all the boxes in the country scene, for one way or another, basically when it just came down to the way I was writing songs. I had lost my dad not too long before moving. Um, He passed away from cancer, and so I was just really in this weird place where my grief was coming out in my songwriting. Mm So Well how could it not? I mean Yeah, I mean that's that's how it it presented itself and and I was kind of figuring out how to deal with that. And in that struggle, I uncovered this Americana term and I've had people asking me, What does that mean? And I'm like, I don't really know. But I know it's just good songs and, and they're not they're not restricted in any way. Not to say that other genres are restricting, but you can have like bluesy roots song one time and then kind of go into a more acoustic, you know, mandolin-driven track the next, and it can all be on the same record. Like, that's that's the beauty that's of it. That's why I... The Tasty Brew. I
0: mean, yeah. I, I don't feel like I have any you know, restrictions with regard to genre or instrumentation or whatever, and I just tell mm. people, you know, stick around for five or ten minutes. It's going to... The sonic palette's going to probably completely change. Oh, yeah. If you're just joining us, um, my name is Diana Lynn. This is the Tasty Brew Music Radio Show, and we are joined in the studio this morning by Ms. Jess Jacoy, currently of Nashville, Tennessee. She is on the road, and I want to talk a little bit about your, your education, because I think a lot of songwriters that are based here in Kansas City, God, I hate to paint with such a broad brush, but... A lot of them have not had any formal musical training. We do have a conservatory of music here that's world-renowned and puts out some world-class classical players. Mm -hmm. But we don't have a Belmont. We don't Mm -hmm. have, you know, uh, we don't have that. So if you would let our listeners know how you decided to, you know, when you went to college, what college you decided to go to and the classes that you decided to take and Mm -hmm. how that has Helped you or hindered you in your career so far,
2: yeah. when I was trying to navigate that time in life of like trying to figure out which college to go to, for me, growing up in Washington State, I had a couple options where I could go and and study to be like a, a choir teacher or a tra- classically trained musician, and neither were really what got my heart pounding and you know? your boat. yeah. and and so I thought, okay, well i could I could essentially settle and do that so I can stay in music or I was looking at journalism, majoring in journalism and creative writing at the time, because I just, I know I love to write the heart of it. My, my songwriting is emphasis on writing. And so I was kind of nearing the end of my rope, and then I came across Belmont University where it was like the light bulb flickered on, where I was like, oh, there's this wonderful school in Nashville, Tennessee, the city I'm trying to go to and end up in, and I can learn how to, I can major in songwriting, which is cool, and then I can minor in something like, I think at the time I was still thinking of creative writing, and then as I got here and and started figuring out that to be a professional musician is not just to be a musician, it is to be an entrepreneur and a business person, I, I started to shift my gaze towards music business, And that was what I minored in. It's so important, I think, to hone the craft of the art of music is one thing, but to know that you are essentially a small business starting from the ground up if you want to be an artist truly and and truly chase after this dream. You are up against a lot of other people who want to do the same thing, and you need to know how to market yourself. And... I will be up front and foremost, I am still learning how to do that because my my history has always been stay humble, don't don't shove what I do in your face, just tell people that I'm here and there's there's such a saturation of musicians in the best way in today's market and with social media and all these platforms, you have to be willing to take those steps to market yourself. And one thing that I always learned in school, which drove me nuts at the time, but they would say, you are a brand. And I'm like, I'm, I'm a person. I'm an artist. I'm not a like brand. It's like telling I'm a number. Yeah, it was. And I would get offended. And eventually, you just kind of have to swallow it and go, okay, you know what? I'm a business. I am the Jess Chikoy business. I want people to invest in what I'm creating. So I have to take the steps to make it worth their investment, which could look like putting everything I have into the music itself when it goes to recording. And then if it's financially viable, doing what I can to hire on the right people to help me market this record that I've made. So, like for my first, my debut album that I put out in 2020 called "Such a Long Way." That was my first like proper project. I thought this is where I'm going to do it. I don't want these songs to go to waste because you know I'm still a baby artist.
0: Well, I think that uh, two things that I believe that the business part of the of the art mm-hmm. is not mutually exclusive of the song crafting as well and if you do not have the ability or the desire to do the business part of it mm-hmm. if you want to achieve a certain amount of I even hesitate to say success but mm-hmm. you know engagement then you're going to have to find a way whether it's using family members or a friend that really believes in you you're going to have to get you're going to have to get some help because it it is a thing the business part of it is a thing the song that we started off the hour with what what was the name of that tune that's called constellations and is that from this debut album that you're talking about or that is from the ep
2: that i put out in june called brighter eyes so um it's it's a newer one yeah let's let's play
0: something from well you can't see what i've got pulled up here i cannot but i trust you but <laughs> um, you said that you wanted to play Winter and or Mansion on a Hill, I think, from this record. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that'd be cool. So let's let's play Mansion on a Hill and give us a little intro or what we would, would need to know about it or you'd like for us to know about it.
2: Yeah, Mansion on a Hill is, is a song that you kind of have to, it's meant for the listener because I, I take on this gender swapping perspective. It's a story told from a father to a son. I drive the same way to work. I still have a day job and so I drive the same way and there's this house that always catches my, eye sitting up on the hill and it's i can only see the top half but it's just beautiful it's one of those
0: that you know it's just a beautiful house
2: every day i I go man who lives up there who lives up there
0: so i I wrote them a story i need to drive you around mission hills here in kansas
2: (laughs) i have seen so many houses already (laughs) that i'm like we could write a song about them we could write a song about them um but yeah that's that's this is just a a made-up fictitious story about someone who could live in that house all right this is
0: mansion on a hill from jess jacoy studio this is my first live studio guest in 18 months i'm so excited Uh, this is just jacoy from nashville tennessee she had a gig uh, last night in the east crossroads at nimble yep brewing and you are taking off for tulsa do you have a gig
2: tonight i do yeah we're gonna be down in tulsa at neff brewing which i'm very excited about
0: just doing a brewery tour (laughs) you know i think that's fine yeah me too. i I I would rather no disrespect to sports bars, but I don't I don't think singer-songwriters are a good fit for sports bars, but the wineries and the breweries, you know, they they seem to be a little bit more conducive to the environment. Let's let folks know the best way to access your content and how to sign up for your mailing lists and that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, so I have a website um just com. j e s s j o c o y Yeah, you can definitely get a hold of me there. I have a contact page, um, sign up for the mailing list, etc. All that information is there. Live shows, bio, you can get to know me a little bit more. And then social media. I am on mostly Instagram and Facebook, but uh, as, as time wears on, people keep telling me I'm far too behind on the TikTok train, so... One day, one day we will get on the TikTok train, but for right now, just at Jess Jacoy Music on those socials platforms. And yeah,
0: TikTok, Twitch, I can't keep up up with it. So (laughs) if this is your first radio experience, is it. Possible to try uh, to get on WMOT? In... I definitely tried. So, well, as I was
2: putting out my, my first record such a long way, um, I was actually slated to play their Finally Friday series at 3rd and Lindsley. And then with COVID, everything literally just shut down. You know, it'll so, happen.
0: It'll happen you know. when it's supposed to. Yeah, um, I believe so. From from your lips to God's ears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, WMOT, Greg Havokhurst. We, we were a Music City Roots, Roots Affiliate Station when they were doing that show every week live mm-hmm. from now. They they have, I guess, finally broken ground on their new barn and it's going to happen again. And I'm hoping that we'll be receiving new content and that we will remain a Music City Roots affiliate station. But WMOT and WLSM (laughs) and Lightning 100 and I mean radio
2: I had the pleasure of talking to Craig and um, I did this Real Music TV series and and that was the first time I gotten to talk to Craig and he's just a treasure. He's, he's the
0: interview guy. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he's wonderful.
0: Yeah, well if you've talked to Craig Craig and if if you know who he who he is then just keep him in your uh, keep him in your crosshairs and yeah. and you'll be fine. Let's hear another live song before we get out of tune. We want
2: I know. Um I just I just got this new guitar so as I was telling folks last night I bought her on a whim and I've always wanted a Martin. I usually am a Taylor gal. But we're still getting acquainted, and she's a little finicky when it comes to the tuning. But I'd like to do you a song that... um, It's actually the title track for my my latest EP that came out in June, and it's called Brighter Eyes. And the full recorded version I'm very, very proud of because it's... It features Mr. Mickey Raphael on harmonica, who is Willie Nelson's longtime harmonica player, and he's played with so many amazing people. I I can hardly speak about it. He's just wonderful. So I'm gonna try to do the acoustic version justice, but this is Brighter Eyes.
1: in the
0: Beautiful, Jess. Oh. That's sounding great. The, t- the tone Thank of the guitar is, is wonderful. I think we, uh, let's say hello to Graham, yes. lis- listening in the UK. Hi, he, Graham. He says you sound great. Of course you do.
2: Oh, thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Graham is not enough kind words. Yeah. not enough kind words for Mr. Jackson
0: well that's the beauty of community radio you know I, I can play who I want when I want and be open to folks like Graham that, that contact me through a, our relationship through Folk Alliance and the industry and, and you know there's people there's certain people like Graham that I trust you know if he wants to send me somebody or wants me to take a listen to somebody I I will do that so uh, thank you to Graham for letting me know about Miss Jess Jacoy and now she's been on the radio for the first time you know are having a great time yeah i'm having a great time too I, before we get too far in the weeds i wanted to talk about the article that appeared in american songwriter magazine it's been probably a year ago already and reading it with fresh eyes again today i mean i read it a couple of weeks ago i mean it's just we're still in the mire and the muck you know from covid so i wonder how was it that you were contacted what was the connection that that got you a piece in American Songwriter magazine and talk a little bit about what you said in that article about your what the typical day is like for an independent artist that is getting ready to launch and then covid yeah
2: Um, So, I had the distinct honor um, of working with Krista Mettler, who, um, she has this publicity company out of Buffalo called Sky Media, and we had been working together on getting press for this record, because, kind of going back to our marketing conversation, I, I wanted to do this record as much justice as I could, being the first thing out of the gate, so... She had approached me and said, hey, would you want to write an article about, like, what it is to be an artist, an independent artist, with this impending world shift? And so I I sat down and I just took a hard look at, like, what, if I had a day off from work, because as an independent artist, it's very likely that you have a day job, too. So for me, on my days off, I am starting off on the computer with a cup of coffee trying to find places to play music, and so I don't have a booker. So for me, I'm literally spending most of my day just Googling live music in whatever town I'm planning on going in, and then distance from whatever town I want to be in to the next town I want to be in, and is it massively far away? Is it worth an eight? Can I do it in an eight-and-a-half-hour drive? Can I go from there here and it's a lot of tabs open on the computer a lot of google tabs open some maps and a calendar yeah i just basically sit when i'm trying to do the tour aspect and i just sit and research places i have a pitch email that i send out to them that i've crafted and thankfully now that we've kind of come down the road and with krista's help and such i have things to talk about that are exciting such as other press articles and stuff it's just a day of sending those off to bookers at venues and and breweries and coffee shops and just trying to find places to play and between that and building my own social media content because one thing I've found is social media, the better the content quality the better, you know, period to hire somebody on to create content for you is very expensive
0: I know, yeah (laughs) because that the, we were talking before about the, the nonprofit that I started during the pandemic, the Heartland Song Network. That is the one constant and the one thing that we do pay money for mm-hmm. is our social media. Because if it weren't for the regular posting and having that presence every day, we would not have been able to accomplish hardly anything Yeah, compared to what we have been able to accomplish because of... Of that, so yes, it is. Social media is very, very important. If you can't afford to pay someone to do it, again, YouTube, you're going to have to do it yourself or (laughs) find someone that is an ally that that will help you do it.
2: I had the blessing of working for a time at a record label in Nashville, and my role there shifted into more of a graphic designer role and creating these graphics and social media and et cetera. So. At the time, they're like, "Do you know how to do this?" And I was like, "Yeah," and I did not know how to do it. So I just YouTubed how to,
0: just like all the know. movies, the Star is Born kind of movies. Truly. Do you know how to do that? Do you know how to yeah. ride a horse? Yeah, I know. Yeah, to, I mean that's what do they you always know how said. How to fence? Yeah, I know how that's how to do
2: what that. they always said is is make yourself an asset. So that's kind of what I I brought with me is I don't know how to do it, but if somebody's either willing to show me or I can learn how to do it on my own, then I'm gonna give it my best college go. Do you,
0: um, Do you feel like did you choose music or did it? choose you?
2: I definitely think music chose me. I've been singing since I was old enough to talk and didn't really take it seriously until I was like 13 and somebody told my parents like, hey you should put her in voice lessons, she's pretty good and I've tried every sport under the sun soccer gave me two broken noses and t-ball I couldn't stick with gymnastics I was terrible at so music seemed
0: like the safest and most fun opportunity. Well and if, it, if you feel like it chose you it, it's something that you can do forever I mean as long as you're on this side of the- either you know and have your voice you'll probably be able to do it and for those of us who cannot do what you do we're so thankful (laughs) that that you can I mean because I as a lifelong supporter and patron of music have sought solace there and I mean I, I just can't even imagine and do not want to live in a world without music. I have a friend, Sky Smith, who wrote a song about that, mm-hmm. but it's it's the truth. We need what you can do, and so it's my job to help you do. I think what it you all. I,
2: I think this is about to come full circle in what we've been talking about between Americana music and the importance of it. And one thing that I have really had to be reminded of, and remind myself of, is that the type of music I'm wanting to do this songwriter based, storytelling based kind of to your music it's one that will last a lifetime and these songs will probably outlive me but it's one of those genres that you can keep evolving and bettering your craft and there's no timeline on it you know you don't have to be young i hope i'm not treading dangerous water but you don't be young or fit and move on stage in a certain way and choreograph anything like you just have to bring yourself and a
0: song well and you don't need a band or need to pay me i mean when you go into the studio one of the things that i enjoyed listening to your music and getting to know it is the the choices the sonic choices that you made with the players that you chose Mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's going to be you by yourself with your guitar at a venue playing those songs so Mm -hmm. yes it's lovely that you've got all these wonderful musicians playing on your on your record but the songs have to be able to stand up Mm -hmm. on their own when it's just you and your guitar and i think that your songs do that i wanted to give the information about your social media and and one more, wait, let's play one more song. Sure. From the record, it'll it'll be your yeah. choice, and we'll we'll say our goodbyes, and just know that you're welcome back to the show anytime you come into Kansas Thank City, you. where we can do a phoner or, or whatever. And if you end up coming to Folk Alliance, fingers know, crossed, yeah, fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. If we can we can make that connection again and again. Thanks to Graham, yes, Jackson for making the uh, the introduction. Yes. As this is your first radio experience, is there anything that you want to cover that we didn't? I don't know. I mean, You'll think asked, of it when you're like no, twenty minutes asked, down the road. Oh man, questions, I
2: wish I... and I think I, from what I've learned from like doing podcasts and stuff, it's all about just engaging conversation, and I think that's what we've had here, and I I feel that way. You you've done a very fine job of making me feel very. Oh, welcome I'm so and, I'm
0: so glad to hear and, that. I yeah. think that you know I, I've read a statistic somewhere recently that there are two hundred thousand active singer songwriters right now. I believe that, and <laughs> I'm not discouraged by that because I don't know much, but I do know that everybody has their own story, mm-hmm. and it's valid, mm-hmm. and it's probably relatable and someone needs to hear it yep. so just keep on
2: 200,000 opportunities for discovery
0: that's exactly <laughs> the way i feel about it that's exactly the way i feel about it. so yeah. just jacoy j-o-c-o-y is how you spell her last name is it or? Um, just jacoy or just jacoy
2: just yep keep it that's an it, it's a
0: fascinating name
2: <laughs> uh, people say that all the time uh, not to like sound haughty or anything but yeah i get that a
0: lot i um, mean my maiden name was griffin you know it's just
2: well but mostly it's tough um when people i i've debated on spelling it j-a-c-o-y just because that's how people naturally phonetically, yeah 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 but it's j-o-c-o-y it's french yeah huh? jacoy <laughs> All right, what are we going to go out of here? I think ending with um, this track called Winter would be really good because it's one of those songs that, despite being in the 1st of September, it's one of those songs that I wrote that it was kind of in a darker period where I was just feeling really down about the state of the world and and how things were going with COVID and everything but one thing that i try to keep with me in a mantra is if you're going to write a sad song you have to have a silver lining i carry that in this song i believe where it's it seems like it's going to be a heartbreaker but if you're truly listening then then you can hear that there is some hope in it and it's
0: not all doom and gloom well thanks again to jess jacoy for joining me in the studio today miss jess jacoy and winter and the name of the ep is brighter eyes brighter eyes thank you so much thank 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 you for having me. You're welcome.